Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. St. Patrick, pray for us. Hey, how's it going? Father Kelly here with Spirit and Swagger, Episode 1, Mission Statement. You know, it's hard to find one's voice in a context like this. It's just me by my lonesome here on the microphone with no one to bail me out. But that's okay. I think of St. Paul who occasionally had help, but often didn't. I think of Fulton Sheen, who stood in front of America for an hour with just a chalkboard. I think of Mother Angelica, who was as surprised as anyone to be the foundress of a global Catholic media network. I think of St. Patrick, who went back to Ireland and braved it by himself to bring them the Catholic faith. I think of our own Bishop Eugene McGinnis of Oklahoma City, namesake of my high school and unofficial namesake of my parish, that is, St. Eugene, the Weatherford one, not the Oklahoma City one. Bishop Eugene McGinnis was a cigar-smoking, charismatic man of energy and vision far away from his native Philadelphia. Not that I'm as good as or as holy as any of those people, but that's what I mean by spirit and swagger. I want to imitate them for the good of the church and the salvation of souls. And please, someone stop me if I get self-important. This is not a cable news show. Spirit comes first, and I hope it will be the spirit of humility. But why this tone? Why not something more tender and calm? Well, the gospel isn't always tender and calm. It isn't sharp and forward for no reason, either. There has to be some balance. The pastoral visions of Jesus gently tending his sheep exist alongside his stern words to Pharisees and to us. There was, for example... Nothing idyllic about Stanley Rother squaring up his shoulders and balling up his fists to make sure the soldiers either had to leave him or to shoot him. So I think it's okay if a priest has a little edge, so long as it's for love. But it's more than that. One thing I've been reflecting on much lately is the general lack of commitment. We are afraid to make a mistake so we never do anything. For example, a young man might spend ten years trying to decide if he should become a priest or get married. But by the time he gets done making his decision, making everything just right, he could have gone to seminary and been a pastor, or gotten married and had five kids by now. Or the family who comes to Mass sometimes, who believes what the Church teaches, mostly, who lets the faith affect their decisions, kind of. But didn't Jesus say, How I wish you were either hot or cold? That is, if we're going to be Catholic, we should go for it all the way. If we're going to live in this world and only have so much time to do it, we should make decisions and, you know, be confident about it, have some swagger about it. That's the point. I don't, though, plan on doing hard-hitting topics or being polarizing. That's not my style. I have done plenty of that already with Facebook comment threads when I was in college. I'm over it. If you want a tense argument, go there. I stand with the church in everything. I'm not going to say the hot topics aren't important. I just don't have anything meaningful to add, I don't think. There are plenty of smarter, holier, better people who are going to talk about the hot-button issues in a better way than I could, so I'm going to leave them to it. I would rather have fun marveling that we have universally celebrated days, feast days for literal pieces of furniture. For example, the chair of St. Peter, February 22nd. Or how the panic that American Catholic, the American drivers feel when approaching a roundabout 
is a good analogy for the panic American Catholics feel when they're asked to intellectually engage with their faith. It looks terrifying at first, but it's actually not that hard once you know what's going on. I would rather tell stories about Roman tour guides and why it's important to go sledding with the college students. I'd rather laugh about the way that Disney World is kind of like a monastery and talk about that one weird billboard beside I-40 that tells us about the advertiser's opinion of human nature. That, to me, is more interesting than the other stuff. I hope Teston would approve. So that's my plan, my mission statement, and maybe my Sunday homily, too. I couldn't decide what night to do this, but since I have to get in a writing and speaking mood, speaking mode, mid to end week anyways, I might as well make it apply to both of them, podcast and homily. A homily definitely has to get made, so I might as well make a podcast too. Now, they're not the same thing. This will not be just Father Kelly's homily. That ain't the point. But I bet a discerning listener who listens to both of them could tell where my mind is overlapping. So that's the plan, and we'll go from here. I hope it's something that you enjoy, but it's also for for my clarity of mind too. I'm going to have all these ideas anyways, these things that I'm going to think of, you know, halfway between here and Calumet and go, oh, wow, that's interesting. So I need to share them. Uh, I don't have to, I suppose, but it's more fun to, more fun to talk about these things and and, uh, marvel at them with somebody. So again, I'm going to have fun with this. I hope you do. Uh, I'm going to record them every Saturday night uh, alongside preparing my homily and hopefully it'll be enjoyable for everybody. God bless you all. Come Holy Spirit.